Well, we're going, we don't need roads. It's time to hop aboard the word with G Express with your host, Greg Larnon, here on ESPN 1051, The Zone. Right here on ESPN 1051, the zone ESPNChattanooga.com, and the TuneIn app. You can have been anywhere in the airwaves, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Our numero dos right here on the word with G as we rock and roll through 2 o'clock right here on the program. You know how we do it 12 to 2 every single weekday here on the word with G. And we've got a special hour for you. I am just going to be very candid with you, have a bit of a doctor's appointment, an important doctor's appointment for my back coming up this afternoon. Only time could get in is during the show, so I had to pre-record this final hour. I apologize, but we got two great guests for you. Coming up in our next segment, we're going to be talking to Janelle Mackey, host of the Pack-A-Day podcast and contributor to Game On Wisconsin. She'll obviously be talking to us about the Aaron Rodgers situation and the saga and everything that continues to unfold. We recorded it last night, so we got that in the can for you. And that's coming up next. Good long conversation with her about the Aaron Rodgers situation. She provides some really good insight because she's very close to the situation. So uh, excited to have that conversation with her. But joining us now in the studio, not live, but in the studio, he's here. He's, he's, he's The fires are lit. We're here. He is a podcasting host and a writer for Chat 10 Sports, co-host of the Valhalla podcast and the Titan Up podcast as well. He's all over the place when it comes to Chattanooga, Tennessee sports. Mr. Chase Green, what's up, my friend? Not much, my friend. Just, uh, you know, fires are lit, well rested. Oh, it's nice that they're lit now and since they weren't lit last night when uh, when you, you passed up on Cinco de Mayo with us. Hey, listen, you know, I was just being a good friend. Um, my roommate's flight was canceled 9 p.m. the night before. I thought I was going to get to sleep in until about 4.30. Instead, I took them at uh, 3 a.m. to the groom bus. Ooh. And I came back. And the wild new puppy that we have at the house was not ready to go back to bed. So, <laughs> oh, uh, no. The fires fell out at oh, 8.30 no. after a couple uh, sweet potato fries and a couple burgers that I made. So, yeah. Yikes. Cinco took me down. Yeah. Well, that's that, that, that happens. It didn't take you down in the normal fashion, which mm-hmm. would be full of tacos and margaritas nope. or Coronas nope. or just many a cervezas. It was, uh, it was, yeah, it was just the early morning and being a good friend, being a good room- roommate mm-hmm. for a short time because my man is moving at some point here in the near future. Solo for the first time. Wow, first time ever. I know. Man, they grew up so fast. You're 30, <laughs> now you're making these big life changes. 
living on your own. Very exciting. So Chase Green's here with us. We're going to talk a lot of different things right off the bat here because he's going to join us for a nice long segment where this is a little different. Normally we have three breaks that we'll do within uh, within the show or within an hour. We're going to break it down into two breaks, a little bit longer each break. We're going to have a little bit of, uh, of elongated conversations with Chase and with Janelle. So let's start here and let's start with start with the falls. How about that? Okay. You want to start with the Vols? Yeah, let's do it, baby. You got a Tennessee shirt on in your in your profile picture here on, on Twitter, so uh-huh. all good. They just got a couple of transfers in, so I'm going to ask you to talk on the impact that each of them is going to have. They got USC transferred defensive lineman Caleb Tremblay. 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 Mm-hmm. As he commits to Tennessee. You've also got linebacker from Texas, Juwan Mitchell, transferring to Tennessee. Okay, let's bolster, mm-hmm. bolster that defense. Yep. And then finally, former Mississippi State wide receiver Javante Payton is going to be transferring to Tennessee. So, give me the breakdown. Let's go one by one. We'll start with the defensive line and then the linebacker and then the wide receiver and the impact you believe that these guys are going to have because I know you did all the research. You looked into these guys and you're ready to talk about it. Yeah, man. So I'm going to eat my yogurt. Go ahead. You Shout out, buddy. So, <laughs> that the defensive line pickup in Tremblay is somebody that you're not going to have you're not going to have like a, a stud coming in. You're not. You're, you're going to get somebody that's going to be a rotational guy. You're going to have more of an effect. Um, somebody that's going to come in and give some breathers because that defensive line, not the most talented group Tennessee's had in a long time. Um, and the defense was on the field for a long time last year. Sure was. And it's going to be very well conditioned this year. If you've seen anything about Tennessee Vols, you know that it better be this offense is going to be slinging it around it's gonna be fast you're gonna have 15 to 20 seconds tops in between plays so is this gonna be like a chip kelly type of offense yeah Uh-oh. i mean it is that's not good you're gonna they're gonna be on that's a, not good they're gonna be on a time i don't have a positive memory of chip kelly oh really i don't yeah well i don't have a personal one it's just like oh, okay i thought you're no 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 like the last time i remember chip kelly was what was he at ucla yeah. And he wasn't very good there. He was not very good. He wasn't very good in the NFL. Oh, he's terrible. So why do we want Heupel to come in and be like Chip Kelly? I don't want my, my head coach to be like Chip Kelly. I just think it's very it's a very different offense. You just said it's the same thing? It's the timing is the same thing. Okay. The, What's the different speed, about it then? The speed is different. And you break down the difference? The speed's not different. Uh, the difference maybe is I just think it's evolved in the fact that this is much more the spacing's way better because it's just how it is. I mean, it's just timing. It's welcome to the den- welcome to college football. And I mean, Lane Kiffin started a trend and changed Nick Saban, and now he's gone through three different coordinators that are all this, about the same, but are also just well evolved. No spacing, no timing. Now, you may feel like it's a little Chip Kelly-ish the first year because I don't think there's going to be a crazy amount of production because getting into this offense is going to be very difficult for new guys. Harrison Bailey seems to be the starting guy. Seems Look pretty good in the spring game. That's the big thing is seemed to start out with Hinton Hooker and then work his way down and Bailey looked like the number one in the spring game. So all that said on the offensive side, back to Tremblay, he's going to be somebody that's going to come in, make an impact, second and third down whenever you need him. Can you pick the mic up a little bit? I know it's a little floppy that yeah, mic, yeah, but it hangs a little. What about if you push the uh, that thing up? Will oh, it stay up? Go. There you go. There now we go, we're baby. talking. Now we're in I just it. want people to be able to hear your information. Oh, I appreciate that. Uh-huh. I appreciate that. Go ahead. 
But yeah, so it looks like that um, Tremblay is going to come in, make an impact, but not going to be a front runner for any awards. I hate to say that, but you know, you never know. He is a fifth year. He's a fifth year guy, I believe. So red shirt comes in, played minutes, uh, played a lot of downs, but was never their number one guy on USC. Clay Hilton, unfortunately, is like, man, I, I'm really going to miss this guy because he has experience. He has talent. He's a decent-sized fella. Hmm. And um, also said decent-sized fella, Juwan Mitchell. This dude, Now, he had some production at Texas, huh? He He's the guy that's actually going to come in and give you exactly what you want on a transfer. If you're just a casual fan, you're like, oh, i got a transfer. Juwan Mitchell's the guy that's going to come in and be a starter. And I, top I mean, tackler for Texas. Top tackler. I like that. Big phrasing, boy, top tackler. Yeah. Got to get that man a smoky dog. Oh, got to get oh. – He's going to have all the <laughs> All smoky the smoky dogs. dogs. <laughs> Hopefully not too many, though. No, no, no. It needs to yeah, be lean gotta, and trim. But, just maybe one, just to give him a you know, taste of it. But, man, a 22-year-old metabolism is totally different. Mm-hmm. So, have all your smoky dogs you need, buddy. Heard that. Let's Wasn't cap. eating this when I was 22, uh-huh. I'll tell you that. Didn't no, eat no. to. Frozen pizza mm-hmm. for breakfast, you know. Dino good. nuggets. Dino nuggets, man. Not the kind that are like half veggie and half meat. No, no, no. It was all fake meat. The rib made with rib meat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if you guys know my boy Greg here, mm. Dino Nuggets is a staple. Mm-hmm. A staple. Drunk, drunk staple. Drunk staple. Uh, I carried us back home after a wonderful, wonderful party out in Appleton. Shout out to our girl Emily and Ashley for hosting uh, our, our Derby Day. But, uh, yeah, so Dino Nuggets, number one. And shout out to Chase for driving. Yeah, I had to... Uh, Not all heroes wear capes, but they do wear suspenders. Heck yeah, baby. <laughs> Bow tie, suspenders, pastel colors. Mm-hmm. And what is the phrase that we called your suit? What's the what's it called? What's the, uh, what is it made of? It's you. I forgot what they called it. I don't know. I can't remember what they, they called it. Anyways. Just the cute guys. That's all I remember. Yeah. Pastel. Yeah. Cute guy corner. Yeah. That was us. That was us. Everybody wanted pictures. Yeah. $10. $10 for those. Got to If only. Charge. Anyways, back to uh, back to foosball. Uh, Juwan Mitchell is going to be somebody. I haven't played foosball in a long time. Oh man, me neither. Like literal foosball. I'm not talking about. Yeah, I know you're just being silly yeah. and trying to say football, but I haven't played foosball in a long time. I remember I passed a bar one time and I saw a foosball table and I was like, "Damn, it's been so long." No, uh, that's a lot. They actually had. I was at a wedding last summer. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my boy, my boy Adam Roddy, longtime best friend. He had a foosball table in his like the the groom room. Mm. It was a sweet setup. How Farms out in Cleveland, or I don't know if they want to call that Harrison. I'm not really exactly sure what tomato place. tomato. Yeah, out in the sticks, mm-hmm. out there. Beautiful place though. Juwan Mitchell, bad man. He's going to be coming in because that linebacker core is thin, thin, thin. We've had line, but we had no. We've had. Long snappers come in and try to oh, play gosh. linebacker because it's so thin. But sounds like the staff says, hey, we're going to make it work. And Josh Heupel doing a great job in this transfer portal recruitment. Got some open spots because all the suspensions, COVID year, weird stuff opens up in college football. You're only supposed to have like 25, but because of things happening, worked out in Tennessee's favor. And these guys are doing really, really well in the transfer portal, even if it's just depth. But Juwan Mitchell's a guy that's going to come in, be very productive in the SEC, I think. And uh, finally got somebody that's going to be a good tackler and they can run the show. Since Henry Tooto is now gone to Ohio State, we need a stud linebacker. 
Certainly do. Certainly do. Nice to have that. And, uh, yeah, you, you need to add some defensive pieces. And just because they added these pieces does not mean that they're going to be anything to write home about defensively this mm-hmm. year, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. It, you have to understand, if you're a Vol fan, that it's going to be a transition. This year is kind of a transition. Just, hey, look, let's get both feet on the on the ground for Coach Heupel. Let's get this thing going. Let's get some you know pieces in here. Let's start to build this thing up from the. Let's build a solid foundation because that's what what every great house is built on is a strong foundation. Exactly. So you have to do that. You have to build it up. Uh, again, Chase Green hanging with us here on the Word with G, uh, a host and writer for Chat Ten Sports Valhalla podcast as well. Let's go to the offensive side of the football now and wide receiver from Mississippi State, Javante. 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 Ben, Javante Payton. Javante, Javante. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Another guy that's going to be a rotational fella. And that's okay. Because that's what this wide receiving core is going to get put to work. It's always going to be three, maybe five, three to five wide all the time. Slinging it, baby. So he's going to have an opportunity at some point, potentially. 100%. I think he's only had, I think he only had like 22 catches, about 195 yards last year. So not somebody that comes in with, thousand yard receiving year or anything like that but you are getting somebody that's productive mm-hmm. you're going to get somebody that came from another fast pace offense in Mike Leach well fast pace for maybe the first three games <laughs> outside of that not great but uh, at least he has an idea of how that kind of speed goes mm-hmm. and that that means something so Parker so sorry Javante is going to come in I don't know why I keep saying Parker Peyton is going to come in be a rotational guy, be a third to fourth wide receiver, and it's not really going to make a difference. Um, and that's a good room right now. The wide receiver room is pretty solid. It's nothing fantastic. You're not going to have some studs. You may have a guy in Velas Jones get drafted next year. It depends on his talent level, and I think he's somebody that's going to thrive just from pure speed purposes mm-hmm. in this offense. He's going to work. He's going to do good things. So Velas is going to be your number one guy, Jalen Hyatt my goodness kind of speed and then uh, both Jimmy's and you got a couple other guys Cedric Tillman there's gonna be some really talented fellas in that locker room that just got to get acclimated and Devontae's gonna come in and do do good things too so look for uh, all, everybody that's transferred in is gonna be playing may not be Heisman Trophy winners but contributors and contributors like, and we like that mm-hmm. we like guys that are gonna come in and contribute and speaking of guys contributing. Let's stick with the Vols theme here, and let's talk about the guys that got drafted in the National Football League this past mm. weekend, a week or weekend, whatever it may be. There were three of them, correct? Two drafted, one signed. Okay. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, I see now here. Josh Palmer was our first one up in the third round, 77th overall to the Los Angeles Chargers. You got it like that pick playing with Justin Herbert. Uh-huh. Oh, I mean, he's uh-huh. licking his lips over here, not oh, yeah. in a weird way, but in, in, yeah, <laughs> I feel good about this fit for Josh Palmer. Yeah, I'd say 25% weird, 75% not weird. Nice. Thank you. Um, Good ratio. Yeah, solid ratio because I'm I'm happy for a, a guy that really deserves it. He's had a tough run the last two years with his quarterbacks. Palmer, there's always a reason you fall to the third round as a wide receiver. Like There's always like those little things missing. Palmer, his would be the route running and like true, true – workable skills aren't there yet but like all the intangibles are there Mm -hmm. incredible ball control a body control and ball skills fantastic guy goes up and gets it 
there's plenty of plays you can see like in his little highlight runs you're like oh man he's not a monster he's not 6'4 he's not Megatron not a very fast in terms of wide receivers now he's very fast compared to my, my boy Greg and I <laughs> <laughs> well everybody's a, t- a toddler is fast compared to me right now. I don't do anything fast at this moment. Yeah, we're uh, slow and steady wins the race kind of guys. Mm-hmm. But um, not you, me. Uh, well, you know, I, I I slide in. I you know I, I I control the body not so well and run at a solid pace. But um, he's a f- mid four five guy mm-hmm. and doing fine. You know, he's enough. He's going to get you by, but he's not going to blow by anybody in the NFL. But he is a guy that can go get it well-placed balls and he's going to walk into a really good offense justin herbert what a quarterback you want to have for the next i don't know five years of your life five to six whatever hey maybe hopefully being. more yeah it just depends hopefully on hopefully more yeah i always say that because you just never know the way guys move around yeah. and stuff like that so if you stay for however long with somebody like herbert you're going to be doing just fine and he's got a bunch of weapons around him to help him get better, I think a guy like Keenan Allen's going to be fantastic for him. Another guy that has incredible body control and is a fantastic route runner, which is going to help him out tremendously. If Palmer gets that down, I really think he could be a big-time player in the NFL. Um, somebody you're going to want on your fantasy team here in the next couple of years. Maybe. So. Maybe. He can have a, an opportunity there with uh, with some really good wide receivers in uh, Charger land in Los Angeles, Greg Leonard and Chase Green here with you on The Word with G. And as I mentioned earlier, unfortunately, no phone calls in this hour. But feel free to tweet at us, at Chaser. No, no, no. Twitter's different. MC Green 423. Oh, yeah, I know. It's weird. You got you to gotta, you gotta get those on the same page, dude. Uh, you know what? One day, maybe I might. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so say it again for the folks. MC Green 423. There you go. On the Twitters. That is the uh, the old uh, area code there. Mm-hmm. Nice. Like oh, it. Yeah, thank you. And then for me, at G underscore ESPN 1051. Next, offensive lineman Trey Smith going to a good spot as well in the sixth round, 200, 226th overall for the Kansas City Chiefs, potentially protecting for the best quarterback in the league. Mm-hmm. Trey Smith, that is a one, that's one that's very, very tough to see. Uh, he is a first late first, early second round talent that has fallen because blood clots in his lungs. He is somebody that two-time All-ACC, one-time All-American. He is going to be someone who's going to win Walter Payton Awards. He's that type of guy. He is a wonderful human being from what it seems like. I've not met him personally, but I know people that have and that love him. And great chance for him to go to Kansas City, obviously, like you just talked about. You're going to be blocking for one of the best quarterbacks maybe ever. And you're going to somebody in Andy Reid who loves his big boys and who loves his players. So you're going to get somebody that's going to be really, really active in a community, but also you're getting a really, really talented guy. The only knock on him is so many precautions. Insurance. I know that sounds extra businessy, but the NFL is a business. So with Trey, you have to worry about every single game, every single practice, you have to take precautions. Mm-hmm. You have to worry about, yeah. can he play this week? He took a lot of practices off throughout the week because of his medical condition. And it's really held him back because he was a fantastic recruit coming out of West Tennessee. And you thought, okay, we've got an absolute stud, and unfortunately this happened to him in the middle of his college career. 
He got to play an extra year, and he probably would have been drafted in the first round last year if he would have came out, but he wanted to come back. He wanted to do that. And unfortunately, it took a toll on his bank account, but he's in the first in the first run. But it does look like that he is going to have a second contract come around for me. I really think that he's going to wind up being one of the best steals of this draft. I really do. And I and I, that's not being a homer. That's not being a Tennessee guy. Just like Caleb Farley, potentially. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Segway alert. Hey, well, we only have a couple of minutes left, unfortunately. Yeah. But... I wanted to talk quickly again about the last guy that was drafted, or excuse me, signed uh, by the Saints, which was defensive back Bryce Thompson. Mm -hmm. Another good situation there where the Saints need defensive backs, and so this is a guy who might end up getting an opportunity if he performs well in training camp. Yep, along with both the other guys, walking into good situations, Mm -hmm. good coaching, good organizations for the most part. People are questionable about L.A., but... um, both well, they got a new coaching staff there, so we'll see yeah. what happens with we'll the, with the new regime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's a lot, of, a lot of, a lot of looking up for all the balls here. For Bryce, somebody that's uh, been a ball hawk, kind of fell off again last year, but you know that's that's tough with that staff and all the factors of not being able to get off the field. Sometimes Bryce's stock fell because of a lot of other things and a lot of other circumstances around him. And I don't think that coaching staff was great at developing, and and obviously that's why that's it's all new. Yeah. So, unfortunately for Bryce, it kind of hurt his bank account also. But he is somebody that's going to get a chance. Um, he's had, I think he's the the guy that holds the record for most interceptions in a game for Tennessee. So you know you With got how some, many? I think it was four. Wow. Four. Picks. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. That's a good day. Mm-hmm. Good day at the office. So you're gonna get some you're gonna get some play, playing time out there, and uh, with Jack Rabbit coming over to. The Tennessee Titans, it feels like there's extra opportunities out there. Definitely is in New Orleans. Definitely there is in New Orleans. Like I said, we only have about a minute left, unfortunately. So let me just tell you quickly again where you can find Chase Green up on Twitter at MCGreen423. Tell us a little bit about what you do at Chat10 Sports and where people can find your podcasts and what you do and how often you drop them. Well, you can find us anywhere. Uh, You can listen to your podcast at Chat10 Sports. Uh, that's Triple T in there. And we do a lot, man. We, we're trying to do a little bit more expansive work. We've got our wonderful gambling podcast with uh, Channel 3, Ben Bobick Sports. And we have Mike he and Mike Ionello, our boy from Action Network up in Pennsylvania. Yep. And those two are being fantastic boys out there contributing. Um, I also do Welcome to Valhalla solo right now. I'm working on getting some partners in for that. And then my friend Blake Shoemaker and I are going to be doing Tighten Up Talk podcast. And we'll do that live a lot. Um, probably going to be doing a live show tonight Nice on Facebook, YouTube, the Twitters, all that fun stuff. So you can follow all of us there. Um, and also just chat10sports.com is where I lease articles. Uh, we're going to be doing live shows Thursdays for Tighten Up Talk. And then I'm going to get on a better schedule Starting next week, doing the national regular Chat 10 Sports main feed. And uh, that will be um, on Mondays. So, Love it, man. Well, hey, good stuff all around. Look forward to to checking out all the stuff that you have going on, the live shows, all that good stuff. Again, Chat10Sports.com, at Chat10Sports for Twitter, uh, at Valhalla Pod up on Twitter as well, and at Tighten Up Talk Pod on Twitter as well, man. Thanks for so much for dropping in and, and stopping by and talking a little vols with us. I don't get a chance to do that very often because I'm still learning, 
But uh, I'm glad we got an expert like yourself in here to talk a little bit about it. Thanks, big dog. Always appreciate it, man. All right, we'll step aside. We will take a quick break. When we return, we will talk to Janelle Mackey. She hosts the Pack-A-Day podcast, one of the very many hosts that they have on the Pack-A-Day podcast. Also, a contributor for Game On, Wisconsin, and Minds of the Game is her new podcast with former Packers tight end Brandon Bostic. A lot of great stuff. I was on that. So glad to have her back on. She's going to give us a little down low insight, behind the scenes look, because she's closer to the situation with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Can the fences be mended? We'll get what her gut and her heart and her head tell her, and she'll tell us next. Coming up on The Word with G on ESPN 105.1 The Zone.